Hey there, I'm Paul Lighting. You're listening to Ello Governor, the podcast. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Hello Governor of the Podcast. I'm Hi. Abdullah. And I'm Sam. And you got a new microphone. <laughs> no, you... I was trying to want... I was trying to catch up with you, okay? You and your magic, beautiful, wonderful microphone. <laughs> I had to catch up. So, uh, backstory time... Uh, we re- originally recorded an episode reviewing like three animated movies, but what happened was Sam's end was so fucking terrible I could not release it. Another like no one. amount of no no amount of editing I I could have done could have salvaged that episode. Yeah, sorry <laughs> about that. Another bad lost episode. We. <laughs> Which I I didn't even like it because like I I admit I was like listening to it again like I I was trying too hard to be like entertaining and funny and and all that shit and I'm like yeah I'm trying too hard because like because here's the thing when we when we were talking like about Sir Billy and stuff like that it, it's it's really hard to even describe in words like how can you actually have a, a decent conversation about Sir Billy because it's just so fucking weird yeah you know? it's like. One of those see it to believe type of films. As in a lot of the, a lot of the films we watch are see it to believe types. So we kind, so if we try to record it again, it's going to be all you. Hey, you just watch this. Just watch this. Just watch this. And we all the wit and humor that we tried so hard to make will be disappeared. Trust me on that. Like, cause that's, cause that's the problem. It's like when we watch stuff like, you know, what was it, uh, Chain of Command. We had a lot of complaints about that because that movie was a piece of shit. Amen. And, and when, when, when we, and when we have like a bad movie to complain about, it's much more funnier. Cause then we have like, you know, a legit bad movie. Like, what was it, Knucklehead? Yep. I kind of, I kind of wish, I kind of, I kind of wish I did release that episode because I. I legit got mad in that episode. Like, I was legit fucking pissed off in that episode. More so than any other episode we recorded, I swear to God. Like, I was more pissed off from... More pissed off uh, from Knucklehead than I was... Uh, what was it? Lepre- Rep- Leprechaun. Which yeah. uh, says a lot. Yeah, and, you know, this is not the worst anger he's gone reviewing anything. As in, I think Richard Lionheart, he's... He, it's the one that basically kind of r- temporarily ruined Abdullah's love for the movies for a while. I think if you want me, if you want to like really listen to me get really pissed off, go back and listen to the two haunted house reviews that we did. That, that <laughs> those two, I I was really pissed off, like because I because I legit hate Marlon Wayans as a person and I have no respect for him and. Go back to like to the archives of 2014 and go listen to our SummerSlam uh, 2014 review. That's when I was legit pissed off at the WWE product and how 
I just I just gave up on it. I'm like, fuck this. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna do this anymore. I'm I'm just slightly thankful that I restarted watching WWE this year because if I would have back then and you know if I would have met Abdullah that then I would have ran I would have ran hard. <laughs> Trust me. Because 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 both me and Tom like when you go back and listen to that episode we were both like really pissed off of the product and we were just like ranting and raving about it we were like two fucking smarks <laughs> talking about <laughs> it which which is really funny but um speaking of WWE. <laughs> That's a that's a really good segue into that. Um, I'll admit, like uh, the last two episodes when we talked about WWE, me and Tom weren't really excited about the product. We kind of we didn't shit on the product. We were just like really disappointed in the product. And I'm glad to say that they're kind of like you know, um, you know, pulling their shit together, but not really kind of kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Personally, I've tried. Yeah, I, I personally I actually tried watching the newer episodes. They're trying. This is how I feel that they're trying so hard to gain back the attention of the fans. They're trying to bring Vince back again more often <laughs> yeah. than they should. <laughs> as in back in the as in when they were trying to. It's obvious throughout the recent December they're trying to win Roman Reigns over, which sort of worked in TLC. The the the, the face, baby face, trying hard to be John Cena angle wasn't good for him. And then you know until TLC happened, and then he ended up like Samoan raging everything. That what that as in, I like to see that. I like to see Reigns that way. As in he he gets fucked over. He it's payback time. And then it's almost to the point that, well, Vince McMahon returns and, well, more but uh, over nine bajillion Roman Reigns challenges. This is basically turning to Roman Reigns versus WWE. Damn it. Which I don't, which I don't mind, to be quite honest, because, like, you kind of need that, because, look, the, the Smarks are still booing him. Like, no matter what they do with Roman Reigns, they're, they're still going to boo him, so whatever, who gives a shit at this point, but... You kind of need to put him over with the casual fans. I know you're gonna hate that, but you know it's it's kind of it's kind of how how it has to be. To be quite honest, yeah. I'm sorry. Like it, it, that's that's you know you gotta market it to the casuals because you know. <laughs> oh God! No wonder a lot of smarts that I know of they return to it. They were like Sam NXT NXT NXT, and it will okay. <laughs> Uh, even NXT isn't that good. I think, you know, towards the end of 2015, NXT just went to shit because, like, the booking got really terrible and and, and it's just... It, there was not there was not enough reason for me to give a shit about any of these characters, to be quite honest. Yeah. Personally, I don't exactly mind... I don't exactly mind NXT. All I can just remember from watching NXT is at least it ain't Raw. Because <laughs> that's the problem with Raw. Like they're trying so hard to do like uh, casual um, stuff. Like they're trying to, to to market it to everyone. Like oh, you know, we're we're casual now. We love everybody and all that shit. And and I'll admit, like Kalisto winning the the U.S. title was a feel good moment. And that was like one of the like that was one of the few feel good moments I can think of from like from WWE in a long time. To be quite honest, the ultimate comment when it came to that. Without Sin Cara, Kalisto can do anything. 
anything. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like Vince McMahon suddenly realized, oh shit, this guy looks like Rey Mysterio. Push him. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the entire point of that. Hey, let's let's push in. Let's push in this guy. He looks like Rey Mysterio. He kind of acts like Rey Mysterio. And then actually, one of my friends said that before they they're trying to make him that you just just try pushing some Asian guy in there and maybe they can win him over. Well, they already have a Tommy in NXT, and they're gonna push that motherfucker hard when 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 he gets to the main roster. Yep. Though personally, though personally, I am either psyched or kind of confused at myself right now. And then I'm trying. I I get that they're trying to listen to raw people, but a lot of the times it's just, I just a lot of the time it's just, why do we give a shit? Why do we give a shit? Why do we give a shit? What do you think about the social outcasts uh, thing that they're doing with that? Okay. Oh, I have a mixed thought. The positive is that at least they're trying to make jobbers have more screen time. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is nice. Yeah. The bad thing is they're giving jobbers a screen time in a way that is kind of awkward to actually go for. As in, they're promoting a jobber stable as... A jobber stable, not as a bunch of guys who have who, who want to just be good, want to improve their shit. And then I was actually psyched with them fighting against the Wyatts. Think about that. Yeah, that was that was kind of weird because like, wow, you're really gonna put them with these guys, okay? And I'm and I'm and I am thankful that that it wasn't a squash because I'm like, if if it was a squash, it would have killed all their momentum. And thankfully, you know, uh, Ryback made the save, which I yeah. really liked. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. But hey, think about it. I would want to see in a main roster, not actually, Paul Dallas versus Bray Wyatt. Maybe <laughs> that would have been a hilarious plot. Bo trying to sprinkle some positivity on Bray Wyatt. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> oh, but, I mean, apparently, there's also rumors that they're going to put in a sister Abigail. Oh, why? I don't know either. My friends are all, what? <laughs> that, was just, that was just a rumor. I'll, all I'm, all I, but, but there were like some kind of news that the sister of Bo and Bray is trying out and trying out, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure she's gonna be a diva undertaker or you know just there like a little manager. She's gonna be like Daphne, and if you don't know who that is, look it up. Uh, yeah. But TLDR, a lot of strange things in WWE. As in, the mains, no matter what happens, they just end up, they just like come and go. And like, so right now, I'm going to tell you, ask you this. You know what's weird? What? That, <laughs> I'm, that I am actually more psyched in two, guy, two, guy, two superstars playing Madden in a YouTube channel than I was in Raw. Right. <laughs> I watched up, up, down, down the Madden Files with um, Heath Slater and Seth Rollins. There we go. And oh, oh my God, I never, I never enjoyed, I never enjoyed it as much as I did. I guess. Because cause Madden is is kind of a boring game. To be quite honest, there's not much to it. Like it's meh. It's it's American football, and if you're into that, okay. But if you're not, then I really you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I'm, we're not really that fun with sports, but you know, seeing two guys, seeing two wrestlers just <laughs> shit talking each other, just and you know, trying to win a 
tournament match that was we- that that is sort of their own little universe. It's kind of hilarious. And yeah, and and especially like the WWE has to be thankful for you know Xavier Woods because he's like giving you know the giving Seth Rollins screen time, which is something there that he's not going to be able to do because of you know his injury. Yeah, which uh, you know sucks, yeah. but whatever. And at least they were trying to give Mike Michael Sandow some screen time as well. They they actually gave they actually made a halftime show for that. <laughs> I actually feel sorry for Sandow because he's 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 the guy who broke out in 2015 as like the Miz's bodyguard. Yeah. But then like uh, but then it just went to shit after that because of you know the Hogan thing and it's like oh we can't have him. Like I, that, that, that's the one I don't get. It's like okay Curtis Axel yeah I get it you know because you know he's basically Hulk Hogan but. Why, why Sanda? Like, you don't have a beef with Macho Man. You can, you know, still make him a solo act if you wanted, but nope. <laughs> yeah, basically, when you see him, basically, the awkward where jobbers and up, up, down that are actually recognized in a bunch of dudes playing video games <laughs> instead of your instead of your main roster raw booking. There's a slight problem with the Fred as is. Well, I mean, seeing as we're talking about WWE, like, how did you feel about the product as an overall in 2015? Me? Um, I personally think it's... They're trying so hard to cater to the casuals that somehow you kind of just want to just stare at them and say, No. Please, no. Isn't it trying to be... I think to me, the problem is, you know... Vince is not out of touch. I mean, a lot of people say, "Oh, he's out of he's out of touch. He's out of touch." But he's not. I mean, what he's doing is like you know, marketing it to the casuals, and the casuals, like again, the casuals are the people who are going to these events and paying money and all this shit while the smarks are just sitting at home, you know, typing away on their keyboards about how much Raw sucks and how much they hate everything and yada yada yada. But you know, at the end of the day, who you're gonna market to? Who are you gonna market your product to? Like the people paying money to go see it, or the people who are sitting at home doing jack shit with their lives? You know? Yeah, that's the unusually sad part of everything. We we technically WWE is sort of like the quote unquote Japanese anime culture, as in whoever's going to pay for the success and maintenance of your product. Is the ones that give the money, not those who stream shit, stream shit on some internet site. I don't know. As in, who's gonna buy the merchandise? Who's gonna buy? Who's gonna attend the event and the whole that shit? You know, those who pay. And and again, and, and it's funny because like I, I, for years, for like fucking years, I heard these smarks co- constantly go on and on and on about. Oh, John Cena's terrible. Randy Orton sucks. Give us new talent. And then when WWE finally gives you new talent, you motherfuckers are shitting on them. Okay? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, personally, personally, all all I just want to do is just sit there. All I just want to do right now is just sit there and say, this guy, yeah, this guy, yeah, this guy. Basically, the entire revival of me going back to, to watching watching wrestling was, Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. Who's this guy? <laughs> because I've been so out of touch, man. It's like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
But okay, so seeing as like WWE has their own Slammy Awards, like let's let's do our own. Let let's like shoot the shit and give our own like uh, year end awards to the WWE stuff. So uh, first award is the most obvious one: best uh, male wrestler. Who do you think is going to be this best male wrestler? Yeah. For twenty fifteen. Best male wrestler. Um. Um, I'm I'm not sure. I'm going to say in terms of trying to actually astound the audience and a good gimmick, personally, Finn Balor. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, Finn Balor's okay, but, you know, to me, like, no, 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 I'll, I'll save that guy for, like, the superstar of the year because he's, he's the guy who won me over the most this year from out of everybody on the roster. But if I but if I had to say like someone who you know really impressed me in 2015, I would probably say you know Undertaker, because you know Undertaker's on his way out. He's like 50 years old. I mean, this is like his last time in the company, and it's it's funny like looking back at his career because it's like he's been there since I was a kid. Yeah, you know, I... and it's amazing how he's still there. You know, like he never left. He never left. Yeah. And he's still there. He's still awesome. He's still badass. He just... I love Taker. Taker is my male superstar of the year. For, uh, yeah. Personally, I kind of get you liking Undertaker. As an Undertaker is great. 20 years even even back when I first stepped, first watched WWE. It's like, oh yeah, this guy's awesome. I want that. Tombstone Pound Driver. Tombstone Pound Driver! And basically, that's the thing. I think he had that ever... He stayed so long in the industry astounds me though at i will i'll say this i wish that his fight he and demon kane fight against the um the wyatt family would have been a lot more hard work a lot more um a lot more good a lot better less squashy i guess that's yeah that's yeah my problem with it so moving on to uh, uh for those who are still listening uh Sam picked Finn Balor for her uh superstar uh, for her male wrestler of the year and I picked Undertaker. So moving on to female wrestler of the year. Um <laughs> and if you say Bailey I will fucking slit your throat. <laughs> it's not Bailey. <laughs> it's not <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who says Bailey is the best female wrestler in the company, fuck off. Personally, fuck off and die. I actually get gained more respect with the NXT NXT women's people instead of the divas. I actually gained respect with Sasha Banks and actually as of recently actually liked Asuka, though I'm still a little wary on on if she's going to be a decent wrestler or just going to make squash matches with her. I mean, I like I like her, I like Asuka, but I'm still wary with the squash matches, really. <laughs> so I'm, um, I'm going with either Sasha. I'm going with either Sasha Banks or Asuka, both of them. But I'm still pretty wary on both of them. For me, it has to be Paige. Because to me, I, and it's not because like she's not a good talent or anything like that. I love Paige, but I love—I don't know why—but her it, this is my house gimmick makes me laugh so much. Oh god, it makes me laugh so much. Where she just shows up, says, "This is this is my house," and then she leaves. We almost 
Me and my friends almost made a drinking game out of that. Every time she, every time she says, "This is my house," we take a shot. <laughs> this is my house. This is my house. <laughs> Complete with accent. So yeah, Paige is my uh, female wrestler of the year. So. Uh, moving on to uh, best uh, debut of uh, 2015. Who do you think was the best debut? Dude, I have a dude. I only, I went at the, like the last quarter of 2015. I only I just <laughs> I just returned to the last quarter. And then there's like a lot of stuff that I watched. And then there's like a bunch of there's a lot a, a lot of matches that I watched via YouTube. I. I basically have no say because I'm still I I I just got into WWE again like October. Okay, so <laughs> yo yo. Well, it's obvious Kevin Owens because like Kevin Owens came in, he was put into a feud with John Cena, and he beat Cena clean at a pay per view. There you go. Oh uh, yeah, I, I kind of I kind of am okay with Kevin Owens as in and okay, I've seen a I've seen him more as the. Okay, I have a, a weird name for him. The guy who most like the guy who is most likely to shut post on H Chan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's and then when you see his Twitter he tries he, he tries to argue with the people who don't like him and it's kind of hilarious, but also you kind of see he always he also wants to hang with for some reason. Zoo enthusiasts. Hmm. And so yeah, um, Kevin Owens is like the debut of uh, debut of 2015, best match of 2015. This one's gonna be controversial. <laughs> well, 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 it's still well, it's still yours because, like I said, I've not seen a lot of matches yet uh, that I know of. Better, but I have actually watched the Sasha Banks versus Bailey, and as much as I'm not too fond of Bailey, wow. <laughs> Well, well yeah, that was that, that was a good match, but I think to me the best match of 2015, and you're gonna probably agree with me, is the Samoa Joe versus Finn Balor one at, at uh, NXT Takeover, Takeover London. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was just like, cause the reason I'm putting this on ma- my match of the year is because the feud was terrible, like the buildup was terrible, but then when they came in and did the match, holy fuck! Oh, holy yeah. fuck! Oh my god! Oh, actually. <laughs> Actually, the entire the entire match felt more like how will Finn Balor escape the Kina clutch? And I, and and I love and I love how they didn't do that because it's like oh you know you kind of thought oh he was gonna just go straight for the Katina clutch no they actually had a, a an actual good wrestling match and I love the finish the finish was great yeah the finish was actually pretty good Person- personally that personally that match felt more like yes. Yes, yes. And then I kind of believe that Finn is a good wrestler somewhere down that match. That match made me make me actually say Finn Balor's awesome. Finn Balor's awesome. Finn Balor's awesome. As a tiny guy, jump can can defy the law of physics for some reason. <laughs> um. Oh, and so uh, before we get to the superstar of the year, which means like any male or, or male or female wrestler, but uh, I just want to go through one more uh, award, and then we'll get to that. But uh, uh, what was it? What was the award? Um, 
but most shocking moment like what what was the moment that like legit shocked you in, in 2015 like oh. legit like oh I, I didn't i didn't see that coming roman reigns fucking over everybody in tlc yeah <laughs> I'd have to agree with that because cause I thought they were just going to do like the screw over finish and nothing was going to happen but the fact that Roman Reigns went nuts and just like beat the shit out of Triple H <laughs> I thought that was really cool you know so yeah uh, Roman Reigns beating up Triple H that was my, my most shocking moment of 20, 2015 same as in when you, when you think about it Basically, and the entire plot of Roman Reigns is, oh, he gets fucked over. Oh, he gets fucked over again. Oh, he gets, he tries so hard because he, because Seth Rollins is now injured and Roman Reigns is going to fight to fight his hardest to become the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. And then he gets fucked over again and again and again. And then, and then TLC, he gets fucked over again. And then he gets Samoan Rage and fucks everyone over. Even Triple H. Even if he broke kayfabe in NXT TakeOver London. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he broke kayfabe to become wrestling dad. Uh, and uh, I, I did think of one more award, and this is gonna this is gonna like vary between you and me, but like, what was the most like feel good moment of 2015 for you personally? Personally, personally, I actually I'm going to awkwardly say. I was actually kind of like, that's so good, that's so good. When Roman Reigns almost won the WWE right before Sheamus fucked him over. <laughs> oh, God. Really? Really? No, I mean, it was a stu- I mean, I can see it from a mile away, but at that moment, you kind of see him, he's like smiling, he's like, oh my God, I'm so happy, I'm so happy. And then, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I kind of, kind of see from a mile away that he's gonna get fucked over but in one interesting way you kind of be like he's kind of happy so this is a good thing maybe maybe they're trying to if if they're trying to win him over maybe he's gonna try winning him over as the champ or something but nah well at least at least i liked him more now in tlc but i thought i was like okay so yeah it kind of feels a little good inside but yeah Sorry. Well, I mean, I, to me, I would think hands down, like Kalisto winning. Well, no shit, that happened last week. Fuck. <laughs> that happened Doesn't last count. week. Twenty sixteen, Abdullah. It's twenty sixteen, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no more talk about wrestling. Let's talk about politics. <laughs> no, I think to me, like. um... Most real good moment, I would say, probably Undertaker coming back at WrestleMania, uh, especially with all the rum, especially with all the rumors about him. Oh, he's not gonna make it. He's not gonna make it. He's not gonna make it. But him coming back, you know, full health and putting on a really good match with Bray Wyatt. Yeah. I-, I swear to God, like watching that match made me feel like a kid again. Like I was like five years old again watching wrestling for the first time and getting really involved in it. So yeah. Uh, okay. Wait, I think I did watch that match in... Oh, yeah, the 2015 WrestleMania, I did watch that. I mean, I was, like, just bonding with friends. Because I was like, oh, you want to join us in wrestling? Okay. And then I was basically all who's that, who's that, who's that, who's that. It was, it was the funnest thing I've ever asked to them. Yeah, the <laughs> match between Bray Wyatt and Undertaker was actually pretty good. Because it's like... 
You're trying- This is the new scary guy. He's the new creepy motherfucker. Bray Wyatt is like the power of the hills of Isism and stuff like that. That was meant to be scary somehow. And then Undertaker coming back trying to be a bitch. This is my house. (laughs) 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 Actually, that's why I was like, I'll never ever take Bray Wyatt too seriously as somebody who I, as a horror fan, I should be scared of. Because his gimmick is basically a bunch of guys with wondrous hillbilly neckbeards trying to scare me. I, I think they kind of fucked him over because when they gave him a trilby to wear, because you look at him, he's wearing a trilby and a fucking beard, and he's like, yeah, no. I don't, yeah, no. I'm not scared of that. <laughs> yeah, actually, him with the weird, the hood with the cat ears. Oh, God. <laughs> and with the cat ears. That was really dumb. It was supposed, um, to, be, supposed to be Demon Horse, but no, cat ears. Um, And here's an award you're going to love. Jobber of the Year. This one's going to be tough. <laughs> the what? Jobber of the Year. Oh, jobbers. <laughs> going to be hard. Basically, Roman Reigns fought against the League of Jobbers. There's like... <laughs> jobbers up there's like jobbers in the social outcasts people there's jobbers everywhere i don't know <laughs> i i have no say personally i'm not really uh for the only jobber that i feel that i'm sort of like okay this is i think i could see this guy somewhere in is um no not actually damn it i don't know I don't know who. I can't decide. Well, to me, it's easy, because, like, Adam Rose, if I had to pick one, I would say Adam Rose, because Adam Rose had, like, the shittiest fucking year of his life in 2015, because, like, he started out as, you know, dropping the party gimmick and going into being, like, the party pooper, and then that, that went nowhere, he formed a tag team with Brad Maddox. Brad Maddox got fired, and then they're like, oh, what, what are we going to do with him? Oh, put him on YouTube. I'll let him do, like, YouTube shit. That went nowhere, and now he's on the social outcasts, which I think the only reason I would say Adam Rose is, like, the jobber of the year because I felt so much fucking pity for him. Like, uh, I felt legit pity for him. <laughs> wait. Do you, will we consider Rusev as a jobber? <laughs> <laughs> like after after WrestleMania, yeah, because he didn't right. do sh- do much shit after WrestleMania. Actually, actually, fine. I I have now my job after year, Rusev. Not, <laughs> but but it's not because of anything within the scenes. It's basically because he had a superstar save point with save Xavier Woods and up up down down, and the guy likes cars. The guy likes. The guy likes Berserk. The the guy likes anime, and the guy <laughs> the guy is actually the guy actually um and one he is actually named Tong Po. Okay, Tong Po. <laughs> okay, he's only jobber of the year because I sort of grew respect for him. Outside. No, because 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 like after his feud with Cena, after he lost the t- U.S. title, he got injured, and then he went to a feud with uh, Ziggler, and that 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 just killed him. That yeah. just fucking killed yeah, him. Yeah, they, <laughs> they pushed him a lot. As in, as of recently, we don't see much of Rusev. I think he's he's getting married or something. I don't know. He's injured again. So there you go. Fucking god, <laughs> fucking damn it. <laughs> 
God fucking damn it again. But yeah, and then I kind of feel pity for him, but I also believe that outside of work, he's kind of a fun guy. As in, one, actually in one of the videos I'm watching Up, Up, Down, Down, Heath Slater skipped on his punishment because he kind of lost in the whole tournament thing. And then Tong Po, and then the punishment, I said, he, he have to like pelt tennis balls in his tennis balls at him. <laughs> and then, and then, um, Rusa was like through the strongest and kind of hurt him so, so, so terribly and it, he just kind of laughed. Um, and finally, coming on to our, you know, final award before we stop talking about wrestling, I swear, yeah, is the super, is the superstar of the year. Could yeah. be anyone from the roster, male or female, uh, from NXT or the main roster. I don't care. Yeah. So All who's right. your superstar of the year? <laughs> okay, since I know, since I'm going to say it, I've, I've actually, I've actually seen a few matches with this guy, and actually, oh yeah, here, I yeah, it's meant to be Finn Balor, but I also grew to like Seth Rollins. It's Seth Rollins. <laughs> it's fucking Seth Rollins. He, because there's a lot of things that that I actually genuinely liked about him. It's like he's a heel, but he's such a very fun heel. I guess he's like, you know, the type of champion that try their hardest and dirtiest to stay on top. That's basically him. <laughs> well, I mean, to me, is it's just going to be him, obvious. And him, wait, wait, actually, and him cashing out on the money in the bank in WrestleMania at the end, trying to, it was actually a smart move. It wasn't after the whole RKO curb RKO business at the end of the day like and three hours later he rose again to cash his money gag and win WWE <laughs> <laughs> well to me it's gonna be obvious I mean you know this guy I mean I don't watch NXT that much I mean I, I'll admit like I watched NXT like um like recently you know towards the end because I didn't really you know watch it all that much because you know time and work and all that shit but to me, this guy, this guy won me over. This guy stood out among the 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 roster. This guy, you know, he'll he'll probably not be champion. You know, he'll probably never amount to anything, to be quite honest, because Vince is just too stupid to uh, cash in on a good gimmick. But I think you'll agree with me. Ty Dillinger is my superstar of the year. Okay, I can understand the guy. The guy had the guy. I love the gimmick. The gimmick is amazing. Come on, he He's comes out with with the tens, and everyone has a ten, and he thinks he's the biggest, you know, the perfect guy. And oh my god, when he cut the promo on Sami Zayn, my god, <laughs> I'm like, the you guy, are amazing, sir. You are guy, amazing. That guy's got a really, really awesome ego, and that's the fun part. No one think about it this way. No one tries so hard to have a really big ego and not be annoyingly obnoxious about it. This guy is just basically, he is arrogant, he, he thinks he's awesome, but in a way he's not exactly, he's not exactly obnoxious, he doesn't try to fuck you, fuck you up, that stuff, that stuff. He just believes he's, he just believes he's awesome. And, that's and the reason why I'm putting him on my Superstar of the Year, because he's the only guy who had a fucking character, for God's sakes. 
That's yeah. the main problem I have with WWE nowadays. Like, everyone's, oh, everyone's not a character anymore. It's like, no, bullshit. I want the fucking cheesy shit. I want the Hogan's. I want the Macho Man's. I want the Nash's. I want the cheap, the, the crazy, over-the-top bullshit that I used to watch as a kid again. Because well, it's you... like, that's, you know, that, that to me is what, you know, what, what makes a good wrestler. Hey, Someone with think... a fucking character, they you think... know? Do you think Sami Zayn will win you over if if in if there's ever a pay per view match against Finn Balor and he does his Dragon Force, the next moment you see steps out, he's El Generico. <laughs> oh God, no! You know what? Sami won me over when he came out in Toronto and had a fantastic match with John Cena. I'm like, yeah, I really like this guy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my friends are be- my friends are technically can can this guy can this guy win can this guy be in an El Generico so that they they would make. Because the whole Finn Balor's a demon, and then and then and then Sami Zayn pops out. He's now El Generico, and it is like battle of the whole math, the battle of the whole alternate ego thing. That would have been so wonderfully hilarious, but kind of awesome. The feeling that whoever wins, we win. I think to me, it's either Ty Dillinger, but if I had to pick someone on the main roster, because everyone's going to be like, "Oh, you're just picking a jobber." Okay, fine, I'll. I'll pick someone on the main roster. I'll probably say Stardust because I really like Cody. Cody's a fantastic fucking talent, and it breaks my fucking heart that he's not a world champion. It really does because I really like Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is amazing. He had yeah, he had a shit year with his dad passing away, and I think that kind of hurt him emotionally that he can't. You know, I don't know. I just. Yeah, he has a pretty good gimmick, and you know him and his David Bowie. David Bowie thing. It's actually very good. I kind of wanted him to win when he did the David Bowie remembrance thing. <laughs> yeah, that was that match was fucking terrible. Like, uh, and, and that's kind of the problem. It's like they're, they're putting these guys in matches that make no fucking sense. And and unless like it's it's like anime. And if like you didn't watch that last episode, you're not gonna get this one. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And besides, I kind of thought that I used to think that the whole Stardust being a Grinchy gimmick would have just lasted in Christmas. And no, his feud with his feud with Titus O'Neil was weird. <laughs> oh dear God. Okay, now that we're done with wrestling, can we talk about something else? Yes, we can talk about something else. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Yay, talking about something else. <laughs> oh God. So Sam, what do you want to talk about? I don't know, Abdullah. What do you want to talk about, man? You want to talk about the Star Wars movie? Okay. The freaking <laughs> Star Wars movie. Oh fuck. <laughs> okay. Let's watch a Star Wars. Let's talk. Let's bitch about the Star Wars movie. <laughs> oh god. Do we have to? Do we have to? Yes, we have to. Oh god. <laughs> My god. Without Where the- do we start? Like, that's my question. Where do we fucking start with this fucking piece of shit? I don't know. How about how about we try to attempt to start with why are we why did we even watch it in the first place? Because it's-, <laughs> it's Star Wars. You're going to watch it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not sure. Then basically, basically the thing about me is that you know I wa- I like to wa- my everyone wanted everyone I know wanted to watch Star Wars. Everyone, even even the casual parts of my family wanted to watch Star Wars. And uh, me, as in I watch I watch Star Wars, but I'm not really dug deep into the whole universe thing. So yeah, I tried it out. I tried Episode Seven with my sister, who is to- who is totally a casual. 
I'm sorry about that. And and you know she kind throughout the movie I was like okay this is uh, wait 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 this is episode four this is episode four and then actually you you watched it first right and I yeah, ended yeah. Watch, watching it after and then. We, and then because I don't really give a shit about the whole oh the magic of spoilers, you ended up telling me every almost everything that you don't like about the movie. <laughs> oh god, like it's it's really hard to even say and to say anything about it because like it everything that's that that's been said has already been said. Like Han Solo's death was terrible. Kylo Ren is a shit villain. Our main characters are fucking cardboard cutouts that don't have any personality. Just everything about it was terrible. Like, it was just episode four, but HD, and, and you know, everything looks good and shit. Without know. R2-D2 hiding behind CGI rocks. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, the entire movie, personally, was more... I kind of get that they're trying to make this for the casuals and it kind of shows this is this is this movie isn't exactly for the it doesn't isn't exactly for the brand new Star Wars fans I guess the the Star Wars fans who are really delved into it that's why a lot of people were sort of pissed with the whole extended universe thing and well there's this a lot of times you kind of get to this point where this movie isn't really made for those who are longtime fans of Star Wars, rather those who only entered Star Wars recently and try to say, oh, I am cool because I watched this, so, oh, I'm cool because I watched episode 7, and Star Wars has been a really, really, really long, long fan base, and I want to be cool like them. As in, it's all about the hype than it is about Star Wars. As in, nowadays, I don't see people talking about the movie as they are talking about, um, I'm going to count the ways, Rey being the feminist hero, and then Finn... Dr- and then Finn being black, and then they're and then they're trying to push Poe Dameron as the first gay Star Wars character. No, I'm serious. Which is never going to happen because it's Disney. Disney will never have a fucking open, open, openly gay character in any of their movies. Yeah, Tom. That is never going to happen. I never. Know. <laughs> I know. As in. The entire feeling that this movie is definitely not a Star Wars, you're going to be all excited nerd feels. Rather, those who pretend to be a nerd for cool points, because nerd is the new trendy. And that's kind of the biggest problem with it. It's like, it's not a movie made for anyone other than, like, really hardcore, you know, Star Wars idiots who eat anything that, you know, with the Star Wars name on it. Or, you know, the the, the, the new up-and-coming geek people, you know? Yeah, as in, I don't mind if they want to bring in new Star Wars fans. It's just that these will be the people who will say, I was always a Star Wars fan. I'm like a total Star Wars fan. And when and, and I am totally better than you because I like Star Wars and you don't. And I know everything about Star Wars just because I watched Episode 7 and I just like Wikipedia and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that's that's basically that's basically the sad reality of seeing my Tumblr dashboard being nothing more than Star Wars. I think that's kind of my biggest problem with it. It's like everyone's like, "Oh, you know, well, 
we should have like a Poe Dameron movie and I'm like why the character was barely in the fucking movie I don't really give two shits about him and you know I don't give a shit about anyone in this movie to be quite honest no, like actually um the only original character was basically Finn but he kind of turned itself into the smarmy black sidekick <laughs> Yeah, and I'm supposed to believe that a fucking stormtrooper, a stormtrooper, someone who is like, you know, bred to fucking kill people. Technically, has prob has problems killing people. Okay. Yeah, that's the problem. As in, as in, I as in, you kind of believe that oh, he this guy's been kidnapped. Doesn't be now. Don't do use clothes anymore. We're gonna use kidnapped babies trained from birth to kill, and then yep. such. And then suddenly this guy comes in and is like, oh, I'm really that scared. And then the guy ends up saying, I'm from the sanitation, quote-unquote janitor. They all think that's janitor. Personally, I think it's sort of like the whole 300, the, basically the 300 is like when there's like a pile of corpses, a lot of people are trying to just kill those that pretend to be dead. It's like they're trying to make sure that they're dead. As they're already dead. You just kill them again, right? <laughs> that's what I think, but... To them, it's like, oh, they're, he's just a janitor. And I'm all, okay. Why would you even hire him? If he was a janitor, why didn't you just hire him as a janitor? Why does he need to be a fucking stormtrooper? Yeah, that's the thing. Why? Like, that's kind of what bothers me. It's like, okay, you know, it's a fucking stormtrooper, for God's sakes, you know? <clears throat> and stormtroopers, you know, they're soldiers, and soldiers kill. Like it or not, that's that's the way that's the way the world works. It's not like oh, I'm gonna be a soldier and I'm not gonna kill anyone. Fuck no, that's not how the world works, you know. Yeah, I mean maybe thing... maybe in the maybe in the magical fairyland of gumdrops and rainbows that that that's kind of the thing, but in reality, no, that that's that's not how it works. Yeah, actually, me and Abdullah kind of wished the entire movie was basically Poe Dameron and Finn fighting against the First Order in a awkwardly fun 80s police style. That would have been original. I mean, if they if they had done, like, you know, a buddy cop movie set in space, that would have been cool. You know, two renegades, you know, not on either side, going, you know, going their own way, fighting, you know, whoever, you know, fucks with them. I like that. I want a morally ambiguous hero in, in, the, in, in Star Wars. I don't want... I don't want the, oh, this, these guys are good and these guys are bad. These guys yeah. are space Nazis, so, you know, it's okay to hate them. Yeah, that's the thing. Another thing I didn't like about Finn is that like Finn was played as a coward, but also at the same time he ends up fighting against star troopers anyway, so why the hell? <laughs> oh, killing is wrong, but it's okay to kill Nazis, right? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, that doesn't scream anything political or anything. And and that's kind of the thing. Like I remember talking to you um, on Skype, and we were talking about this. And I said to you, "What would have made Kylo Ren a better character if he was just an anarchist? If they had like made the Knights of Ren like uh, a bunch of anarchists getting together, practicing the dark arts, getting you know becoming new Sith lords and rising up and starting shit with the Republic? I thought that would have been really cool. But no, that's an original idea, and you know J.J. Abrams." cannot have original ideas because he's a fucking talentless piece of shit. Personally, that's the problem. As in, we could have had, like, Kylo Ren actually defeating Rey, 
because you know he is he he knows how to handle the force he's had training but no we ended we ended the first movie with kylo ren almost killed and then them taken away where's the challenge where he defeated him ray defeated him yeah it's like yeah ray ray has nowhere to go as a character because she defeated kylo ren she mastered the force there you go those are the only two obstacles that stood in her way and i fucking hated her the most because she was like she did all this shit and she's like i want to go back to jakku why? Why would you want to go back to that shithole? Actually, there was like there was like this video that's saying that if she had one of those abandoned issues flaws, like like you know, if she if she tries to be actually closer to people, as in a lot of the times, Ray is basically I'm I'm an independent woman. I could do it myself. I want to go back to Jakku. Screw you all. As in even her 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 so called relationship with Finn didn't even feel like a relationship. It felt more like. A guy was clean. A, a dog was clinging over a girl. A dog was clinging over somebody's leg. I think the problem is like again. She's like, oh, I want to go back to Jakku, and I'm like, why don't you just ask someone to give you a ride home? No one's telling you to stay, you know. <laughs> but my plot, guys, my plot. Oh God, and and there are like a lot of other plot holes that I really don't want to get into because I swear to God, if we if we went through every fucking single plot hole, we would be here for eight hours. I swear to God, that would be the case. Because because again, there is just so much dumb shit. Like the villain isn't scary because he just sits on his ass and giving barking orders at his henchmen, and I'm like, why should I give a shit about this guy? Then again, they're trying to quote unquote pass the torch. Yet the problem is they don't know how to actually pass it in a way that transcends that transitions flow freely. I guess. Yeah. Well, yep. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to cover it now. Anyways. Yeah. 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 You can just mute your microphone. So yeah, I'm just I'm just saying like the, the problem is it's just you know with with um with Star Wars I think to to me like you have to have something new. To me Star Wars works a lot better if it's something new, not not something we've seen before, not something that we're like, oh, you know, we've seen this before. I want something new. You know, say what you will about the prequels. You can bitch about the prequels being terrible all you want and I really don't give a shit at this point cuz you know, whatever. But at least George Lucas tried doing something new. Like, he tried, you know, telling the story of Anakin and him turning into the dark side and all that shit. At least he tried explaining where the Jedi came from and and, and all the conflict and all that shit. At least he tried. I mean, it's not like he just sat there and said, I'm just going to make a new hope again. Herper derper derp. It's just... And that's kind of my biggest problem with the movie as a whole. It's like, because again, it's not original. It's just like, it's Avatar all over again. Avatar was just a ripoff of Dancing with, with Wolves. So I'm kind of like, why why do people like this, you know? Because it's pretty and pretty colors. It always reduces itself to pretty colors. And it has a modernesque tone of whatever political, whatever the hell is going on right now. As in, people are in people like Grey because she's not because she's a good character, but it's because she's a woman. The problem with Rey is like because because it's like oh she's a female character, so she we can't write her as having a personality because then it's it's going to be sexist. So we're just going to have her be this bland, boring, generic female character whose only trait is that she's a woman. 
That's it. That is and the she, only thing about her, to be quite honest, as a character. And she's probably the daughter of Luke Skywalker, because what the hell? Yep. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, she has she has no personality. She's bland as fuck. She's just there. Like, she's just a character that exists, just so they can say, Hell, we had a female Jedi! Um, Somehow I feel that they were trying to concentrate the story on Poe Dameron and then, and Poe Dameron and Finn, but then they find out that, oh shit, I forgot they're like feminists in here. Okay, let's make Ray. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. Like, they were working on the script and then, uh, what was his name? Uh, that, that fucking douchebag came in and said, come on guys, it's 2015. We need a black and, we need a black and, we need a black guy and a female in a Star Wars movie. It's 2015, guys. Come on. Yeah, basically. Though, like I said, I didn't exactly mind that they wanted to. We wanted a you know a, Regan, a renegade type stormtrooper, like the stormtrooper who betrayed it. Actually, they I kind of get that they had good potential for Finn. It and who, who was also kind of a coward. That's a pretty good flaw. But the problem is that he was written at least. He was written very poorly for me. Yeah, because he goes from being a coward in one scene to I'm killing stormtroopers the next. There's no consistency with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's like a fi- he's he's a Final Fantasy character for fuck's sake. Like one minute he's like, Oh, I'm tormented and I'm a coward and I don't want to fight and then when the battle starts he just starts killing everyone left and right. <laughs> Basically any anime character that sucks that eventually gums better because they needed to supply good choreography. You just have to believe in yourself and, you know... Use the uh, holes. <laughs> oh, God. And not Yoda. Oh, God. Not Yoda. Not Yoda was terrible. Not Yoda was one of the worst fucking things I've seen in my life. She's she's probably a mini... She's probably a grown minion. Somebody <laughs> see her as... <laughs> I see her as a grown minion, and then they wanted to also... Actually, one of the news that I hear was that, oh, let's supply her with a bestial test. And I'm all, oh, Jesus. Is that the reason why you made her this way? Oh, God, yeah. You know, you mean the test that uh, lesbian porn passes? <laughs> the sad reality that lesbian porn passes the, the bestial test. <laughs> actually, Which people... Like, and what I love about that is, like, I'm just, I'm just going to go off topic here because fucking I'm tired of talking about Star Wars. But, like, what bugs me about that test is, like, they constantly keep changing the rules. Like, have you noticed that? Like, how they constantly change the rules. We're like, well, we didn't say that precisely. We need we meant a female character talking about this type of thing or something like that. No, actually, the entire bestial test is in have more than one girl in a movie, have more than one girl in a movie talk to each other, and make it not about a man. But the thing is, there's a lot of loopholes that can that can that cannot follow. Like, what if they're talking about, you know, a, their brother, or what if they're talking about a family member, or a fr- or a friend, right? As in, it's not, that's what, it, it, it just doesn't make any potential sense of putting a bestial test if it's for the plot, I guess. For fuck's sake, fucking Jim and the holograms passes the goddamn test. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even a good movie. Not even the movie, the, the fucking cartoon as well, you know? <laughs> there are scenes where they're talking about the band and shit. 
So yeah. there you go. <laughs> if personally, the whole bestial testing, they could have just said, they could have just said, they could have just said, so that people will totally not be confused. Have have more than two characters. Have more than two female characters talking. Have more than two female characters not talk about their love lives. There, I said it. Yep. <laughs> that would have that would have made more sense. I know it made more sense, but in a way, it doesn't make any sense anyway. So, that's the thing. I mean, if 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 they instead put that instead of you know you know putting if they said put that instead of the whole generic man that that would at least be a little more sensical. But it does still doesn't make any sense. But it's still more on their alley, I guess. No, I mean, here's here's my idea of how to tell if a good character is a good character. Are they talking about something that relates to the plot? Are they talking about something that uh, is going to happen later on? Are they foreshadowing anything? Do they grow or change as a character over time? See, this is the this is what makes a good character a good character. Yeah. Not oh, if, are they talking about a man? Ugh. Yeah, yeah, that's actually the more reasonable how to make a good character. Good comfort, a good dialogue test. If it connects to the plot, if it builds up the characters, if it world builds, if if it contributes to a happening, that's that's what we're gonna say, and in and that's what we say. As in, if two if two girls talk about shoes, and it's a horror movie, all we know is that these girls love shoes. That's not a that's not that's not <laughs> that's not doing anything. I mean, I don't mind, like, developing your character, like, saying, oh, you know, you did this and you did that, and, like, giving in some, like, minor exposition about, you know, their lives and whatnot, but what I don't like is, oh, I, I like this. Yay. Uh, it's, it's, it's like, it's like Birdemic 2, where they stop the scene and go, seriously, guys, can we talk about Jaws? Jaws is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> That was so stupid. <laughs> that was so stupid. Like that's that's kind of the problem. Like that's 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 an actual example of terrible written dialogue, because it's a joke that has no setup and no punchline, and it doesn't really connect to anything. All it just is is trying so hard to be witty, but it ends up becoming alien. Yep. <laughs> Although to be fair, I think James Nguyen is a fucking alien. <laughs> I'm not complaining about that. I, I, I want to see that happening at some point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, okay, so what else should we talk about? Should we talk about the people on Tumblr who are bragging about getting AIDS? Because that's the thing. <laughs> that's the Ex- thing I discovered. <laughs> Today, Abdullah learned. Well, not today. I mean, yesterday I discovered that there are people that, um, on Tumblr that brag about getting AIDS. Why? I have no fucking idea. Somehow I shouldn't have given you the the link to come on Filth Radio. (laughs) Because you look at this shit and you're like, oh, these people can't be serious. These people can't be serious, but they're fucking serious. And I'm like... Oh God! Why? Not just in Tumblr, girl. Like, it's not just in Tumblr. There are a lot of sites. I've, 
I've actually listened to a podcast where one guy was reading all the really crazy, crappy things on the internet. I've seen a lot of bug chasing and barebacking in a bunch of websites. Oh, God. <laughs> People really want it because it gives their life a sense of danger, a sense of thrill, but... And, you know, they want it to feel so hard. They, it's less of... It's less of... It's less of the whole, I'm trying to be different. I'm trying to, 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 to love who I love. It's a dream where I want to make my life harder than it already is because I'm really that bored. And keep in mind, I've seen fucking furry, gay furry rape porn. I'm not joking. And that didn't, and that didn't bug me as much as this shit does. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Because people want to feel badass in a world where where badassery is earned, not is earned, not given. Like it's just it's just really terrible because like HIV is not something you you want to brag about when it when it when it first came out and when it was like discovered in in the eighties, people like uh, were were freaking out and shit. No, actually, it was not something to be proud of. To be quite honest, it wasn't. Yeah. It, yeah, that's the thing. They wanted to feel different from the other people, as in. The... Yeah, and go, go, go! Ask Magic Johnson how he feels about having AIDS. You know, go ask him that. I'm pretty sure, you know, pretty sure he'll love that. They're hearing, oh, why don't you brag about having AIDS? Ugh. Backstory: Um, yesterday, me and Abdullah were bitching about um a certain MMORPG anime and how I told them that in one of the arcs one girl had one girl basically had med resistant AIDS and then I sent him a link. I was trying to make it like a sort of sort of like getting the point on what that was it was from uh Tumblrista, a guy from Common Felt Radio, very awesome very awesome guy with a cool voice and then and then I was stopping with med resistant AIDS, and then at one point or another, Abdullah just finds out about the reality of bug chasing and bear backing, and oh my god. And this is okay, by the way. Tumblr has no problem with, with crap like this online. It's like, oh, you know, people getting AIDS and bragging about it, oh, that's fine, you know? Shoplifting, people talking, hating, you know, people hating ta- white people. people. Yeah, people talking shit about feminism and social justice? Nope, <laughs> you know, we can't have that. <laughs> TLDR, one of the more nicer anti-social justice wackos, have been banned in Tumblr, apparently, by the staff, but it's apparently supposed to be a glitch or some shit, I don't know. They're probably lying. They're lying. It's not a glitch, because it's like, oh, notice that like, all the stuff that gets banned there are like anti-feminism, anti-social justice stuff. Like, that can't be, like, a glitch, okay? It's we not it. some sort of fucking glitch. We all know it's not a glitch. Because, again, all this, all this fucking AIDS, pro-AIDS bullshit is still up there, by the way. Still up there. All this heteronormative sucks bullshit is up there, you know? Somehow... All this... All this I want to raise my son to be gay bullshit is up there, by the way. So, you know, that's okay, right? Personally, I always feel that everything that happens in Tumblr is only because many people are really that bored. Some, as in, I can understand some of them actually fight, actually going through legitimate LGBT issues 
and all that. But there'll be some people who only join there because they wanted to feel unique because they feel that their life is so boring and dull that that they that they have to be like other kin or or having personalized pronouns or some form of sexual that is Oh god, a- I I read I read this fucking terrible post about some from some fucking cunt who was like, "Oh, you know, everyone's bitching about the person who got banned, but he misgendered me one time, so fuck him." I'll eat a dick. Oh, eat a god. fucking dick. Oh god, is this is how sensitive everyone is right now. I I feel Yeah, like- yeah. I mean, you look at you search up the user's name, which I'm not going to mention cuz everyone if I mention his name, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, you know, you're sporting him." Oh, fuck off! I don't really wanna. I really don't wanna get into it because right. you know I don't. I, I don't want to get into drama. I don't want to get into the drama. <laughs> I think. I think. I think we're. I think I'm. I think I'm going to say this now. Good. Good luck finding me. I'm behind seven proxies. <laughs> <laughs> behind five five thousand firewalls. <laughs> Good luck. You only know me by uh, the name, anyway. <laughs> no, it's it's not like I mean, if, if, and for everyone from like my Tumblr listening to this right now, if you follow me on Tumblr and you're listening to this, know that I'm not mentioning his name because out of respect for the guy, because I don't want him. I don't want. I don't want. Uh, you know, I don't want to be accused of um, someone coming up to me and saying, "Oh, you're mentioning his name to get you know fucking." Uh, clicks and downloads and all this shit. No, I'm not. Yeah, gonna, I'm not TLDR one got one of the more decent people got banned yeah. for, and people are hiding behind it. The end. Yeah, and that's that's another example of uh, how white Tumblr is terrible and why you should never uh, go to Tumblr. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there we go. Maybe next, maybe next time we should talk about the ending of Gravity Falls. I cannot wait to just bash Gravity Falls. Yeah, we're <laughs> waiting on that. We're not going to go into that until like the finale airs, which is going to be like a month from now. But you know, I'm just waiting for it to air so I can just like come on here and just completely take a shit on it. <laughs> I'm just, beat I'm it just with waiting. A bat. Just we're just waiting for they're just waiting for beat it with a bat. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god, and I think yeah. Yesterday we were talking about like really terrible anime, and you were like, "Oh, Sword Art Online is like Sword Art Online was like one of the worst animes of all time." And I kind of agree with you there, because because good lord, it's it's one of those shows that I, I swear to God was made by someone who had never played an MMO in their entire life. Most li- most likely, because like oh. We want to make an MMO anime, but we don't want it to be an MMO anime. We want it to be like, uh, you know, a uh, uh, generic, generic harem fantasy with an HUD. Yep. <laughs> and uh, cousin incest, because you know that, that's pretty cool, right? <laughs> yeah, and you know, ass poles, god mode powers, you know, the typical stuff. As in, it's try. It's only difference is that there's a lot of VR mode terminology in there, which, which as an MMO fan, I think they could have done better if they actually make myself make immersion in there. But you can't. It's too generic. As in, there's a lot of things taken away. Like lore sucks. The 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 skills suck. Everything sucks. Magic is nowhere to be seen. 
and whoever has the quote-unquote fastest time is basically given dual swords, dual sword ability, which is stupid because dual wield is a class ability. It's basically people can wield it, anybody in, in a certain class can wield it. It's not some privilege. <laughs> uh... That's why he called it bullshit on that. Because I think uh, I think they confused that with like Call of Duty, because Call of Duty has that bullshit. So they're like, "Oh, you know, Call of Duty's MMO, MMO, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, I guess." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Person, yeah. There's a lot of bad anime, bad anime that I want to talk about, but yeah, I did say this that I didn't that as an MMORPG fan, I wanted to slap Sword Art Online in the face for making MMORPGs terrible, as in. As in, I've played some games, and then I've seen a lot of people with the username with Kirito or whatever is related to Sword Art Online, and I just glare at them and say, no. No. <laughs> you are no. fat, trilby, neckbeard, and you deserve to be mocked <laughs> for the rest of eternity. <laughs> you're, sure you're supposed to be mocked for being such an MMO casual. As in... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As in, oh, if anyone asks me if there's any, like, MMOs that is sort of similar to Sora and Light, they say, nope, nope, nope. Play an actual MMO and play it as yourself. You'll never be Kirito. You'll never be best player ever. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta carry the weight of grinding as everyone else. I love how the MMO world is, like, really fucked up and everyone is, like, an asshole and shit. And I'm like, who designed this game? <laughs> Actually, the first flaw I've, I, I, I noticed about the game is how they glorify solo playing in a massively multiplayer online RPG game. Oh, yeah, and you should, you should never do that. Don't, don't ever go into an MMO thinking, oh, I'm going to be badass on my own, because that's not how it works. You need a that, fucking party. Sometimes you need a party in the hardest shit, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not Borderlands. I mean, Borderlands, you can just go there and kill everybody, you know, and you level up fast because, you know, whatever, because it's a badly made game that uh, was written by cucks, but still, you know, actual MMOs, I mean, actual MMOs, not this not this Borderlands bullshit. I mean, actual MMOs require a lot of skill and, and you know, leveling no, up and... Actually, it actually nowadays with with free to play MMOs, it's pay to win. So whoever gets oh whoever yeah <laughs> the most money in real life money wins. Oh, you mean uh, Rainbow Six, the new Rainbow Six game, where it's like, oh, pay pay us all ver all this money, and you can get all the weapons and characters for free. Yay! <laughs> Fucking hate that. I fucking hate virtual currency. I fucking hate the virtual currency bullshit where it's like, pay us real money for virtual currency that you can use to buy all the best shit in the game. I secretly miss those cheat codes now. Nobody cheat codes anymore. <laughs> Who needs cheat codes when you can just pay 20 bucks and get all the fucking virtual currency you need? To buy something that is just like a little part of it. Which sucks. I kind of miss cheat codes now. Fuck. <laughs> Why is everything DLC? Cheat codes are where they, they're at. Also, I did try playing Fallout 4 again. And oh my. Yeah. <laughs> oh 
Oh god. That was a mistake. <laughs> oh yeah, we we had we we used to be all hyping for Fallout 4 and then we played it. <laughs> oh my god, we played it. It's not the best game ever. It's a, it it's addicting in a way that is more on grinding than it is about, well, legitimately trying to immerse yourself in a world where you're free to play. I think we're still pissed that one intelligence doesn't make you feel dumb. I'm more pissed off at the fact that they added dialogue into a game that um, they really didn't need it, to be quite honest. Adding think, like a dialogue wheel to a game that does not need a dialogue wheel is just complete and utter horseshit. Yeah, TLDR, I think they they are more trying to be in a... It's more of a shooter aspect now than it is, what do you call it? It's more of a shooter aspect than it is a legitimate, a shooter aspect than it is role-playing. Because there's little to role-play now, as in, as in there's some parts that you can, like, pretend that you're there. But there's already an established story, established characters. You're the sole survivor, but you also have a name. You also have a sort of past, depending on who you are, as in... And I, and I'm kind of honestly I'm kind of disappointed in the in the creation, like the the the, the player creation stuff because because again I know I know people complain about the old skills but goddamn it at least they they were there you know at least it, you know it was it was something at least it was kind of like okay this is how the upgrade system works and this is how you use it you know and now it's like oh all those old Perks are gone, and now it's, like, replaced with... I don't know what the fuck this is. I think it's supposed to be, like, a quote-unquote skill system, but it has to be correlating to your special special stuff, which which would have worked if... Which would have worked if... What do you call that? Which would have worked if they tried to, like, make it a bit harder to get, or at least... Or at least be in the ranks of skill points, like the whole skill points of Fallout 3. But a lot of the times it's just, well, you get this when you're in a certain level and when you're like in a certain certain this. And it just felt a little too easy to get because when you enter new locations and finish a few quests, you still get, you level up very quickly by in the game, by the way. Yeah, and even when you're like level six or seven or whatever, like you, you don't even feel that powerful, to be quite honest. Yeah, and then I think basically my friends have a good bit. My friend basically had a good build. All you need is strength and punching. That's it. <laughs> that's how that's how you beat Fallout Four, just by punching people. As in, punch Swan, punch Swan if you want, and then get the get the we get the mechanical mechanical punching thing and then just punch the fuck out of everybody the end you win just one hit punch <laughs> be the one punch bastard I mean you can do melee stuff here because the melee stuff is kind of cheap to be quite honest if you like if you know how to mod um, if you know how to mod the, the melee stuff you probably can like beat the game in like uh, five or five or six hours tops you can beat the main story in like that in that amount of time yeah all you just take is one punch. One fucking punch. I said nothing. 
<laughs> oh boy. So yeah, Fallout 4. It was not a good game. Not a good game. I'd probably say it was like my biggest disappointment of 2015. Hands down. Yeah, personally, personally we expected a bit more role play, but it it turned itself into more of a shooter type game. And I don't mind that. I don't mind them, you know, being more shooter-oriented. I'm just disappointed in the fact that even after all this time, the manual targeting either can be good or bad. Like, there is no, you know, there's no instances where it's just, like, good all the time, you know? Yeah, I think I think that's the problem. I think it's all about customizing your weapons, which I thought was a good idea, Personally, because at least the crate, it's what I've heard from people that it's just mods. Basically, they're just fixing up. They're just ma- they're just making like mods from various mazes and make them official. Yep. Which sort of happened in in the end. That's what happens when like uh, Bethesda looks at the modding community and says, "Oh, you know." We're going to make more mods, because why the fuck not? And that the one of the updates for Fallout 4 involves people the mods being disabled. Yep. <laughs> so basically, don't mod. It's, it's bad for you because it ruins creativity. You should love the game for what it is, and la 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 la. Nope, nope. It's like, don't use your own mods, use our mods in the game, and... Are are of over officialized glorified mods. <laughs> Which, by the way, the game does not tell you how to do. To be quite honest. Oh, oh God! You you you'd think that they'll actually teach you how to do this? Yeah. And that. Nope. Nope. They'll just say, "Oh, the real power comes from modding your weapons. Do this and extend your this and that and that." And it's like, okay, how do I do that? You gonna tell me how to do that? Nope. Actually, actually, you so basically you only find out about the customization when I told you there's customization. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's basically it. I was severely disappointed, but I kind of admit the the customization part was good, but sadly, it's the plot felt a bit more like Mass Effect in Fallout. Third well, it's one. a better it's a better Mass Effect than Mass Effect. <laughs> Three. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyways, the LDR. What have we learned from this episode? That. No, really. What have we learned from this episode? <laughs> we don't like Star Wars. Fallout Wars. Fallout Wars boring. Abdullah learned some things about. AIDS and bug chasing and WWE as a product is going to be disappointing. Let's just hope that it it might get better. But I'm, but for, with the casual market, not so much. And with that, I would like to say thank you for listening, and we'll see you all later. Bye bye. Yeah, we'll see you later. Bye bye.